You're listening to Let's go. the Second Opinion Podcast. Second Opinion on what? I think we should get a second opinion. Where all things gaming are on our mind all the time. That's all I can think about. Just like the name says, we might have some different opinions. So get yelling, laughing, crying, and of course some very opinionated gamers. Here are your hosts, Celeb, Bolt, and TJ. About um, GameStop stock, you know they're like, everybody go buy it. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous, bro. I mean, I mean, even the White House, like the Biden administration, has announced that they're like looking at it because they said, you know, this just shows that the stock market, you know, doesn't really tie into the economy. You know, because like the economy is not doing like the best. All these people are out of jobs and the stock market is still having companies like GameStop having like, you know, increased stocks. But at the same time, you have people that are on these subreddits and, you know, have people like Elon Musk and this new investor and all this other stuff that are making those stocks rise. So everyone's just freaking out. I mean, it's like the largest amount of, you know, stock increase that the company has had and two three years um <laughs> video games is the way of the world people yeah just saying it is just saying welcome back to another episode of the second opinion podcast episode number 317 it's your boy celeb back again with my partner in crime bolts what's up bro what's up big uh you know same old stuff losing my voice why uh just i don't know i guess the weather change and COVID. stuff like that yeah, I mean, I, I I'm gonna talk on the podcast and somebody's gonna report me. So I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> what? No Anyways, one, no, no one gets sick or or dies anymore from anything else. It is we do take it seriously, but I mean, it, like uh, we we took Dante. Now, just listen. This is this did irritate me. We took Dante to the doctor the other day because he had a little bit of an increase of his temperature, but. Um, was complaining about his ears hurting and stuff. So we took him to the doctor to get his ears checked, see if he had an ear infection. COVID. And the, literally, bro, listen, the doctor said, well, you know, whenever we went to our scheduled appointment, the doctor said he doesn't have enough symptoms for us to see him. And we were like, what are you talking about? And they were like, he doesn't have enough symptoms right now, right now for us to see him. And I was like, we didn't come up here to get him a COVID test. We came up here to get check and see if he has an ear infection. And they just told Dara, well, we can't see him unless he has, you know, it's like pretty much like COVID symptoms. No, I'm like, know, why? Bro. Why? Why is that? I don't understand. Like, you can't schedule a regular doctor's appointment to get your 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 kids checked out right now because of COVID. What you need to do, you need to break Dante's arm and take him back <laughs> to the doctor. Be like, COVID. No, no, they'll they'll just say he doesn't have enough symptoms. That it just irritated me, mm-hmm. you know. And we're not we're not you know as as you guys know we've talked about it on the podcast multiple times. We do take it seriously, but it irritates me when it, especially when it comes to my kids that they just stated he doesn't have enough symptoms right now for us to check him out. Okay, well you know his his throat's have been a little swollen. And he's complaining about his ears. So he probably has an ear infection. We'd like to get some medicine. I understand, but we he just has to have a certain amount of symptoms for us to even check him out. So I was a little irritated, uh, to, to say the least. But moving on from that, um, we do have a slew of news and gaming topics to talk about tonight. We're not going to have topic of discussion tonight, but we are going to kind of deep dive into some of these topics for That's this episode. <laughs> um, deep dive. <clears throat> oh. That's what Bolt said. Um, so... Let's go ahead and get into what have we been drinking and what have we been gaming. So, Bolts. What? What you been drinking? What you been gaming? How's your life been treating you? Well, life has been life, life has been good. Um, it's exhausting at this point in time, but it's good. Um, drinking wise, I had some I had some vodka and cranberry the other night. I had some uh, peach crown and some cream soda the other night. Okay. Um, it was tasty. It was delicious. Uh, I haven't really gamed much of anything probably in the past week and a half. Yeah. I just haven't been motivated. Um, 
I sat down the other day. I think it was on Saturday or something like that. Uh-huh. Trying to uh, was was gonna play some Assassin's Creed by um, Valhalla and I just couldn't get into it. Like you were like doing shit and you were like, ah, I'm gonna watch something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was. That was me today, bro. I swear. I was I was like I was like 30 minutes in and I'm I'm going across this across whatever part of the, I don't even remember which where I was at, but I was trying to get some treasure. Cause you know me, I complete shit. You know. You were like, I was going across Egypt. I'm like, that's origins. You were like, wait a second. <laughs> uh, but you know, in each region, you got to get as many artifacts and mysteries and and, and wealth and stuff like that. So yeah. of course, I try to. Excuse me, I try to get all of that stuff. So I'm going across the land to get some wealth. I get halfway there, and I'm like, I just watch Netflix. <laughs> so I'm, I just, I'm just not in the mood at this point, point yeah. in time. Um, well, what have you been? What have you been watching? What shows have you been watching? Uh, I complete look. <laughs> uh, since football season is completely over with, uh, minus the Super Bowl, um, but college football is over with. So my attention has gone from college football back to anime. Um, so of course I renewed my subscription to Crunchyroll. I watched 163 episodes of Black Clover in a week and a half. Wow, it's freaking amazing. Okay, see, the last time I watched <laughs> Black Clover was uh, that's the one with the dude with the gray hair, correct? He's like has no magic yes, and all that. Okay. Yes, Asta, Asta, or Asta. Uh, the last episode that I watched was like. Right after he joined that guild. Uh, oh yeah, you're still you're still fairly fairly into the into yeah. the season. But. Well, that was like right after it was coming out, and everyone was. I had a couple of people tell me he's like, you know, I've I've watched further further along than what you've watched, and you know, I don't know it. I'm just not really getting into it. So I ended up starting to watch something else. Just, I think. I, you know what? I I was watching it. I watched um, this little clip on TikTok because that you know TikTok people always post something about whatever here and there anime shows you know you got to watch in 21 and stuff like that so uh there was a there was a glimpse of these um uh langris um he, he he's a fire user in the in the golden dawn yeah um guild and they're in this like this tournament thing type thing yeah and he's facing off his gets his brother which is for real yeah um which is in the black pools um yeah well something comes over langris and he starts like emitting this this dark magic, you know, very very ominous and so on and so forth. Well, he's in the process of fixing to kill for real. Really? So in a split second, you you see um, you see Magna, Asta, and I forget who else what is, but they just like jump across the screen, and they're like, "Go ahead, try it. We'll kill you now. Yeah. Damn, damn this magic tournament stuff like that." <laughs> that was a scene I saw on TikTok. I was like. Okay, I gotta, I gotta figure out what's going on. <laughs> so, um, so I, I, I started up, and binged I, it, and I, I binged it, binged it Damn. hard. Well, um, <clears throat> I've been trying to do somewhat of the same thing, kind of get into like different anime shows and back into anime. Don't mean to change the subject. Real no, quick. it's okay. I watched the weirdest skin movie of my entire life last night. What was that? It was called Skins. Okay. It's on Netflix. Is it like a horror movie? No. No. No, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, I was flipping it and I saw something like, once again on TikTok. It was like the yeah. weirdest movies you've ever seen. It's about this show about people that's got deformities, um, you know, with, with their body or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to describe any of it. Uh, if you're just sitting at the house and you're just like, okay, let's go see what this is about. Watch that hoe. It's it's bizarre, bro. It's like screwed up. It it is to me. It is. It's, I may have to it's, watch it. It's, it. it's conflicting with my with my mind. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to kind of do the same thing, get into some series and stuff. I want to watch the entirety of One Punch uh, Man, but I don't know exactly where it's at, and it seems like the only ones that I can find are the Japanese version, and I don't like sub i like dub yeah I know. um so uh, i haven't really been watching much um i i did for some reason i started watching the marvel cinematic universe back in like you know timeline order because mm-hmm. they have it available on disney plus now they have like a section it's like marvel cinematic universe timeline and so i like watched captain america <clears throat> i watched captain marvel um, Iron Man one and whatever's next is what I'm gonna watch tonight. So, um, 
been watching that gaming wise uh been playing hitman 3 which my review will be going up in the next couple of days um re-downloaded apex legends uh to try that out because season eight is coming up a lot of people are hyping it back up saying that it's still amazing and it is tied into the titanfall universe as well which i love titanfall 2 i thought that was a great game so um i re-downloaded that tried to play a little bit of that and you know i'm okay at the game i just got to get a good team been playing some Warzone with uh jesus and no more and alex um as well as today i started playing spider-man miles morales um and i'm fairly fairly impressed um now i did get the playstation 5 3d audio pulse headsets today and uh they actually came really early this morning so um i was trying them out um and Though the audio is a little bit lower than what I expected because I've been using those Turtle Beach 7.1 surround sound headphones, the, the audio is lower, but it feels, I think it's just like I'm so used to just turning my headset all the way up. You know what I'm saying? Like having it blaring in my ears. Um, but I have that Pulse um, headset now, and I mean, the audio is really well balanced. Um, something I did notice as well is whenever I was playing Hitman um, and I turned it on to uh, dynamic audio, it was really cool. Is like, I, instead of me just hearing it in both of my ears of like people talking or sounds or whatever else, it was actual full on sur like surround sound audio in my ears, um, which was great. I need to try it with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which has that feature available in Immortals Phoenix Rising as well. But, um, Spider-Man Miles Morales is a pretty fun game. I mean, it, it's Spider-Man. You know, it's it's very much like Marvel's Spider-Man, but um, Miles Morales has a lot of new tricks up his sleeve. And I obviously, you know, waited some time before I started playing this game. A lot of people really loved, rant, and raved about this game when it first came out. But visually, it's beautiful. The gameplay is very smooth. It has that Batman Arkham-type combat, which I loved. Um, so... That's pretty much it, bro. I mean, um, outside of that, I just kind of chilled today and watched some Marvel movies. So, um, with that being said, we have some good topics to talk about today. Um, so, we're not going to be doing our discussion pieces. Uh, this is going to be uh, just mainly focused on news. Um, but on the next episode, we'll have more discussion pieces and more deep dives and whatever else. But me and Bolts are probably going to have, you know, some some opinions <clears throat> to kind of talk about. And um, I'm excited about this first topic. Uh Tomb Raider anime is now officially coming to Netflix. Uh, the streaming service revealed the news on Twitter saying that the show is being made by Legendary uh, and will take place after the events of the rebooted Tomb Raider trilogy games. The animated series is being written by Toss Huyo, uh, uh, also working on the Witcher Blood Orange spinoff show. Um, huh? Says, oh, okay. Um, so I am excited about this. Uh, now, Bolts did show this to me or mention this to me. Uh, this isn't the first video game adaptation for Netflix. Castlevania, Dragon's Dogma uh, were pretty good, while Cyberpunk and uh, Edge Runners, Splinter Cell, and Sonic the Hedgehog are among the game IPs that are coming to the Netflix anime. Um, I guess categories. So bolts. Yes. Yes. What I'm gonna help you. What do you think about all these shows? Starting off with um, Tomb Raider. Let, let me just say this: um, Netflix dipping their hands into the anime universe has done a phenomenal job at this point. With Castlevania, uh, Dragon's Dogma, uh, Blood of Zeus, I believe it was. Yes, Blood of um, Zeus was great. It's just they uh, 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 Cry Baby Devil. Um, huh. Huh. Bro, they, they, Devil Crybaby, yeah, Devil was Cry so, so effed up. It was, you know, they it was so good. They truly have dipped themselves into the anime universe, um, and it's just, it, it's, it's, of course, it's not your traditional Japanese anime, um, but it is anime, and it's, and it's so good on every level. Every anything I've watched that Netflix has pushed out, as far as anime goes, I have really, really, really enjoyed. Yeah, 
Um, and I'm glad that they're dipping their hands into the video game universe and adapting that to the anime. Um, because to me, I think video games, um, for the most part, uh, since most video games are fantasy, yeah, um, and sci-fi and, and 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 kind of out of this world, I think an anime version of the video games would be better than anything. Um, yeah, a bit better than a movie. Um, you know, of course, some of them as live action will be really good. Um, but you know, Tomb Raider I can see as a live action, but Tomb Raider also deals with kind of the supernatural of of, of diving into tombs and finding you know hidden treasures and, and curses and, and so on and so forth. So that that aspect can really be expanded into the anime universe uh, with the uh, with, with the um, illustrations and 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 just everything. So yeah. um, I'm really excited to see where they go with it. Um, I'm I'm, ass- I'm assuming that they're going to use traditional Laura Croft. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, but also, I'd like to see see where they expand on Laura Croft. You know, her family, um, people around her, and 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 going off into into different worlds and environments. <coughs> you can do that in in a series and in, in a season and stuff like that. Take each episode and go, or, or 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 make one big long. You know, just like you know the season one of Black Clover, for instance. Just like we were talking, it's like 160 episodes. And it's one this one big arc, and of course, I don't think Tomb Raider would be like that. It'll be 10, 13 episodes, probably you know, twenty to forty minutes long, depending on how they want to do it. Uh-huh. Um, but I, but I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm glad Netflix has has taken over and and it's going to release some of these and, along with Cyberpunk, um, Edge Runners, and Splinter Cell and stuff like that. I'm really excited to see where they go with it, man. I am as well. And <clears throat> uh, whenever you said um, when you said traditional Laura Croft. Are you are you saying that you hope that they do that instead of what they're talking about? Like you're talking about traditional as in like from the first game series before the reboot? No, no, just use Warcraft. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, I, don't, I don't care where they go with it because I mean, you can do anything you want with it. You're just saying like you don't want to have an anime series set in the lower crop like Tomb Raider world and it be some yes. like sub characters. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you, Bolts. I think a lot of these series are going to be great. I've been very, very happy and surprised um, with all of the anime series that Netflix has produced uh, and helped get out there. Um, I'm so excited for what is to come with when it comes down to anime series in the gaming world because, you know, next up we have Assassin's Creed, which is going to have its own anime series. And I don't know exactly where it's going to be set, what time frame, what characters are going to be featured in it, but I think it's going to be fantastic. And I'm very, very excited to see what Netflix has up their sleeves for these shows with Tomb Raider, with, you know, Cyberpunk, with, you know, The Witcher, um, even, I mean, bro, Splinter Cell. Like a Splinter Cell anime series, if it's done by the same exact studio that did, you know, Blood of Zeus, that's going to be great. Or Castlevania is going to be fantastic. I'm very, very excited to see that. So, um, what other game series would you like to see have an anime series done by Netflix? Oh, off top of my head, I don't. I wouldn't even. I, come on, bro. No, what? No, it's because it's because I don't I don't play I play. No, such just think of one that that we have seen an animated show from. The first one that popped in my head, Mass Effect. Uh, I, I mean, see. bro, Mass Effect. That animated movie that we watched, what was it? Mass Effect. Uh, Lost Paragon. Or something La- Lost like Paragon. Bro, it would be fantastic. Think about everything that they could work with to have a Mass Effect anime series based on like, I don't know, bro. Have like a Krogan base. Like, I, bro, I really feel that that would be a see, fantastic see, series. I, I, could, I could see it. I was just, you know, I'm such a such a lover of my Mass Effect. I don't want <laughs> no one to fuck with it. <laughs> yeah, I know, bro. <laughs> But I think that would be I think that would be a great series to definitely check out and look into. So Netflix, if you're listening, get it done, okay? Just get it done. Um, Destruction All Stars, Control Ultimate Edition, and Concrete Genie are all coming to PlayStation Plus games in February, February second on PS Five. Destruction All Stars is finally releasing, which is a free to play, um, free to play, pretty much drive crash game, kind of like uh, many others that have come out before in the past. But it's like a 
esports style crash game. I don't really know like a ton about it outside of what I have seen here and there. Um, I've really tried to just kind of like not pay too much attention to it because it did have its delays um, and it is a free to play game so I'm not really going to focus on it and get too excited about it um, but I am excited for what is coming to this game because it's almost it's it's pretty much very much reminds me of like twisted metal but there are times that you can like get out of your car and attack other people and all this other stuff it's like a destruction derby basically mm -hmm. so <clears throat> Jesus. Um, it looks really fun. It is a, a like online multiplayer and stuff like that. There seems to be a lot of characters. So um, it, it looks interesting. Uh, next up, of course, is Control Ultimate Edition. In this third-person action adventure from Remedy, you play as Jess Faden, or Jesse Faden, who will use her powers to navigate an unpredictable environment um, and, of course, you know, uh, breach the Federal Bureau of Control. So, this was originally an Xbox exclusive, correct, Bolts? What? Control? Control? Yes. Um, it is, of course, available on PlayStation now, and it's coming to PlayStation 5 uh, and PlayStation 4 on PS Plus for free, so I will definitely be checking the game out now. It's not something that I was too overly hyped about whenever I first saw it at E3, um, but... It is. It does look unique, and it is by Remedy, so I'm going to check it out for sure. Concrete Genie uh, comes the same exact day to PS4 and PS5 with backwards compatibility. In this game, you'll use a magic paintbrush to return the uh, pollution of or return polluted areas of the town to its former bright and busting city life. So it's like that one paint game that was on the Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> cool indie game, three games for PlayStation Plus this coming month, which is always great. And they're seemingly pretty large games. Concrete Genie, whenever it was first coming out, was very heavily pushed uh, and marketed by PlayStation. Destruction All Stars um, has been pushed since the announcement. <clears throat> I will say of this. If I, I would play this shit out of Destruction All Stars. Yeah, I would too, bro. I think I'm, I really am going to give it a go, bro, because it looks fun, man. It really does. Um, you know, there's different aspects of it. We're watching some of the gameplay of it right now. Um, you can make your characters, you know, invisible. You can have... It's very much like they got... Um, <clears throat> it's very much like they got Twisted Metal and got a bunch of other ideas from all these free play Battle Royale style games and just merged it into one big ass game. Yeah. Um, and it looks really fun. So I'm very excited to play it. Um, and like I said, that is coming February 2nd. So I hope you are all excited and ready because I know that I sure as hell am. Uh, next up, I'm, I'm still like shocked by what Bolt said about this earlier. Um, but Electronic Arts has announced the formation of a new studio based in Vancouver called Full Circle, which will be tasked with working on Skate 4. <clears throat> so the former head of Xbox Live at Microsoft um, stated fans wish Skate back to um, to wish Skate back to existence and we want them involved in the process of, from development uh, from launch and beyond uh, we want them to feel like they're part of the full circle team so uh, I'm very excited that they announced this that it's not just going to be done by some you know third party studio with it just being contracted it's actually going to be a live based studio that is really going to heavily focus on the game now bolts yes so you don't like skate i was i wasn't a fan of it you know i had it i had it back on the original you know of course the original 360 and so on and so forth um it just wasn't my cup of tea i don't know it's just one of those things that you know they're transitioning from the tony all era basically into this new era and um, it, it just it just didn't appease to me. That was I mean, and that and that's really it. I got no I got no harm foul towards it. It just it just never appeased to me. Should be ashamed of yourself. I was really I was let's say this when Skate first came out, it took me a little bit to get used to because the, we were all used to Tony Hawk, button mashing Skate games. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what they are. Um, so. 
when we when we got skate and realized that it's more than just button mashing it's like you know you have to hit your stick correctly mm -hmm. and do all this other stuff and new control schemes and you know more realistic skating instead of arcade style skating um, that's the reason why it just shot off so well because it was such a different skate game so people have been asking for a new skate game for so many years um, and it is finally coming out and I'm just I'm just overjoyed to see that it is really going to pop off and hopefully it's going to be a next gen exclusive um i hope that they're not going to have to worry about any type of like dual console generational launches well hell i mean if if, if sony and microsoft continue to to halt or limit the sales of these systems they're gonna have to yeah because it's still so hard and there's reports saying that um that like true stock of consoles will not really be um kind of i guess stocked up until like quarter one of 2021 mm -hmm. or quarter two of 2021 i'm sorry like so spring um or beyond which is just wild to me of course it's because of covid but at the same time it's just like I don't, I mean, they've been able to process what they've been able to process. So, um, one of the largest things that's really holding people back from getting these consoles are these third party pieces of shit that are going in and buying stock before they're even available. Yep. There was a report today that a, uh, a website, um, had a sale upcoming, uh, for PlayStation five and Xbox series X's and somehow, this scamming site was able to get like the like ninety percent of the stock before it was even available for sale. Yep. Like, how is that possible? How is that possible? I, I don't know, and it blows my mind. It, it irritates the hell out of me. Yeah, it's very very irritating. So, moving on to better news and more happy news, uh, something that me and Bolts are excited about. Um, <clears throat> Hitman Three is already profitable. It has totally recouped the total project cost in less than a week, um, which is nuts. IOI Intera uh, Interactive um, CEO, Mr. Uh, Abrock, had stated, we have been really happy with the Hitman 3 journey. Uh, it has been a labor of love between our fans and everyone at the studio. As the developers and publishers, we are immensely proud that we can say Hitman 3 is already profitable. We have recouped the total project costs in less than a week. Uh, that just puts us in a really good place and allows us to confidently move forward with our ambitions and plans on future projects. So... <clears throat> What's great about this is, first off, Hitman 3 is a great game. Um, it's very fun. Uh, it is very unique. And it is a very good send-off to the Hitman series. This is supposedly, from what they had said before, this is the last Hitman game at this point in time. So, it was a relaunch. Um, and they do not plan on focusing, uh, focusing on the series um, henceforth. Um but what is exciting about this is that IO Interactive has announced um, recently that they are working on a 007 game. Um, and they stated that if it goes as well as they hope it does, then they want to turn it into a series. So, Bolts, what better studio than IO Interactive to create a 007 game? <laughs> I absolutely agree. Uh, yeah. What they've done with the Hitman franchise is, is, is really, really great. The whole... The whole spy you know espionage the blending in and doing this james bond really doesn't blend in don't yeah. you you know he's james he's james bond yeah. everyone just yeah. knows he walks exactly. up to a desk clerk he's like exactly. what's your name is like so, bond but but the way they the, the way they can expand into that into that universe into that environment along with with with, with what they provided with the hitman franchise it's going to be really really great because because both age of 47 and james bond they, they share the same the same characteristics as what they got to do to do their job, basically. Yes. Um, Hitman's probably a little bit more violent. <laughs> um, James Bond is a little bit more savvy. So yeah. it just it's just one of those things, and I'm I'm really excited to see um, how how and where they go with it because I think it's, I think it's going to be really awesome. Now they did announce that this James Bond in this game is not going to be based on any James Bond that's like available. So that's it's not going to be like Sean Connery or Daniel Craig or anybody. I don't like think that. it should be. I think it should, I think James Bond should be 
their James Bond, whoever it, it it doesn't even have to be James Bond. It could be a 007, and just that that'd be the title, 007. Yeah. And then they pick someone out of Russia or China or or out of South just Africa anybody, or something yeah. like that. Yep. Yeah. So, what would you like to see from a James Bond game? Like, do you want the do you want the hitman kind of espionage, or would you like to see just like a really awesome, over the top cinematic experience? No, I, I think I think it would benefit well um, with the way the, the the hitman physics and gameplay and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you have you have you have your James Bond, or you excuse me, you have your 007, and you have a set of missions and stuff like that you got to do. I, I don't necessarily need need an open world, but if you need an open world to go from point A to point B, that's fine. Um, but don't make it too expensive. Um, just get your feet wet and and just roll with it. What's great about the Hitman series, uh, as for like you know Hitman Three, um, there's a lot of times in some of these missions, whenever you're collecting intel and doing all this other stuff, you know you look at the the levels in this game and you can literally look at it from the menu. You know, there's like let's say there's like eight levels, eight locations that you can go to with eight different missions, but each one of those missions, depending on the way you play. Um, can stretch for hours you know today i was doing a mission in i think in china on one of the um and i was supposed to kill two different targets two different areas uh that were kind of close to each other but like i i'm playing like bolts like i said on one of the previous episodes of the podcast i'm really kind of collecting myself and I'm trying to scour as much as I can get as much intel as I can try to see as many different paths as I can go before I take take on these targets now I will say today I had a breaking point bolt (laughs) I worked my butt off to get to a certain area and then realized that the key that I needed to get into a certain room was not with me so I couldn't hack into the system so I was like screw it i'm just about to go rogue rogue agent and i just started shooting people um but what turned out really well is that all these guards come running up from level level three or whatever else they come running up and i kill two of the guards i get the tier three key then the target i'm looking for is being escorted by three guards that come running up i just pull uzi out like kill them (laughs) I run downstairs. I end up changing clothes into a dead body that I killed earlier. And these dudes literally like change clothes, stand up and start to walk off. And like four guards go like running by me and they didn't detect me at all, which I was like, thank God. (laughs) But just that type of like on the edge of your seat style gameplay, I think is going to be so freaking cool to play in the 007 James Bond universe. Like, I think it's going to be really, really cool. And what's great about the game as well is just visuals. The scope of the city or the scope of the location, that's what's going to be one of the key factors to a 007 game done by IO Interactive is the fact that these that these levels just draw you in. The first level on Hitman, you're at the top of this tower and it's like above the clouds. You see the sunset. I mean, it's just freaking gorgeous, bro. It's gorgeous. So like just think about you like dropping in or like pulling up in a Aston Martin and getting out and just having the 007 music coming right. on. You come walking in. Oh man, it gives me goosebumps. So um I'm very excited for that. I do want to say thank you again to IO Interactive for providing us with a code. Um, and I'll have my review for Hitman 3 done in just the next couple of days. So moving on from that, <clears throat> um, Elder Scrolls Online has announced a new story. Um, well, a new add-on to the game. And this is called <laughs> Elder Scrolls Online Blackwood. And this takes place... Um, 800 years before the events of Oblivion. So, um, it states right here, writing on PlayStation blog.com, Zenimax Studio, uh, Zenimax Online Studio said that the new era of the MMO will have players trying to figure out, uh, what the Daedric Prince, uh, is up to and why the Longhouse Emperors have made a pact with the fiery demon um and this is the same exact daedric prince from elder scrolls for oblivion so 
we're as a as a Elder Scrolls fan, I am excited for other Elder Scrolls fans. The Zenimax team has done a great job at making Elder Scrolls Online a um, very, very good and sustainable world for a lot of different players to play in. Um, of course, they have kind of jumped into the boat uh, that many other studios have done and just making some like very fantastic and beautiful CGI um, trailers. So of course, whenever you watch this, you see these, you know, uh, warriors going into this gate of oblivion and <laughs> it's so cool. You know, you see the, the Daedric Prince pop up uh, with his giant ax about to attack the team. And it's really, really awesome. Um, but me, I'm not, I, I, I really tried to get into Elder Scrolls Online again, and it's not that I have anything against it. It's just not for me. I'm just not a big MMO guy. Um, I don't know about you, Bolts. Oh, no, I'm 100% but... not an MMO guy. Um, it's never been my cup of tea. Never has, never will be. Um, I think it's just, there's, there's just one of those things that either you get into or you don't, you know? So, um, not that big of a fan, um, but for the for the EOS players, this will be really really awesome to yeah. to continue the story. And of course, you know, you know, you you just more stuff for y'all to play with. Man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a it's a lot more gameplay, more gameplay over the last two to three years than any other Elder Scrolls game has seen. You know what I'm saying? Of course, because it's an MMO, but still, it's like. This is a pretty big uh, thing that they're just constantly coming out with more and more and more for this game. So, and what's great too is that if you're a collector, um, each time they come out with a new game, they come out with a new collector's edition that has another great statue. So, um, definitely make sure to check out the trailer right now. Head on over to YouTube.com and uh, head on over to the Bethesda channel and check it out. So, Bolts, you got number six. Why do I have to have number six? Because. <laughs> because it is Borderlands related, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Kevin Hart signs on to play as Roland in Borderlands, the movie. Um, actor comedian Kevin Hart has signed on to play as Roland of Borderlands movie. I When I first heard of this announcement, Kevin Kevin Hart signed on to play in Borderlands. I really hope it was going to be Claptrap. <laughs> um, I really did. Uh, Claptrap's got an annoying... St- sense of humor to him yeah but at times he's, he's quite funny um so i really thought thought kevin hart was gonna do that uh, roland um roland is the leader of the crimson crimson red Ra- i mean raiders so i just i don't know how i feel about that role the leadership leadership role and so on and so forth so we yeah. shall see um but i will say this as as we're talking about this here 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 um i want batista to play brig you do? Oh, absolutely. What other like actors would play some of the main characters? Oh, bro. I Who could play Handsome Jack? Oh, you have to let me think about that. Ooh. I don't even know. Because that's that's a sp- special personality. Um but but I can see Bautista with his dry personality and, and sense of humor that he had with uh with Drax. I could definitely see him doing that bringing it to Brig. Um Mordecai would be a would be a hard person to. <coughs> oh, even Tiny Tina would be hard to. Oh, and Tiny Tina is the best. Um, man, I don't even know. Man, um, I, I can see I can see Mila playing one of either Lilith or Maya. Yeah. Um, but anyway, anyway, sorry y'all. Uh, Kevin Hart signed on to play as Roland. Uh, Borderlands, of course, is a different kind of role for him. Uh, we're excited to, uh, to thrill audiences with the side of Kevin that we've never seen. So apparently he's going to have a serious role in this. So we shall see. That would be great. Um, and if y'all didn't know, Eli Roth is the one who's going to direct this movie, which is great news. Okay. I did not even think about this at all until now. What? But Anthony Starr uh, would be perfect I, to play I, Handsome I Jack. 
He's the guy that played oh, Homelander in the, the boys. I can, I can see oh, that. Oh, my God. He would be great. I could absolutely see that 100%, yes. 100%. I saw before this, I saw somebody suggest that Robert Downey Jr. No. would do a great job. And I'm like, nah. But, dude, Anthony Starr as Handsome Jack would be unbelievable. I can see that. Yes, 100%. bro. That would be fantastic. Um but I don't know, man. I mean, like, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not a very big, um, I'm not a very big Borderlands player. So I'm not somebody that. I, 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 will, I will take it with this. Borderlands, um, I 100% agree that it should not be a live action. Um, I think it should be an animated. But but I'm going to say that a lot about movies, too. So, yeah. I mean, a lot of video games. Um, I think this would do do wonders as an animated series because there's so many characters there's so many storylines there's so many planets and you know and 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 stuff that people go visit it's just there's so many worlds and it would be an amazing animated series for yeah. sure um but kevin hart signing on for an eli roth directed movie will be is is is, is great news it's yeah great it news. is good news so, oh oh sorry i, I know we're gonna talk no it's okay uh Confirmation that Kate Blanchett is going to be cast cast as Lilith came last year. Really, that yes. Kate Blanchett is going to play that? Uh huh. Wow. I don't know, man. Oh, I put in Katie. <laughs> you put in Katie who? <laughs> Kate Beckinsale. Oh, you. Uh, she could play anything for me. Yes, sir. I agree. I I yeah, totally agree. 100%. Um. Wow, Kate Blanchett as yeah. Yeah. as Lilith. Well, I don't know. I mean, she's a very good actress, but wow, I didn't ever see that. Someone else also suggested Ryan Reynolds as Handsome Jack. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but I could also see Ryan Reynolds or or even what are the uh, the dude you said earlier play uh, as um as a uh, what is his Axon Axon. It's uh, it's the blonde headed guy. It's one of the characters you can play on uh, Borderlands. Too. Somebody has Luke Evans as Mister Torque for some reason. It had to be somebody completely over the top. Who is an actor that's completely over the top? They're like Adam Sandler as Mister Torque. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, no sir. If if Jack Black was in better shape, it'd be him. Oh yeah, that would be awesome, bro. And then they had uh, Josh Gad as Claptrap, which he was the voice of Olaf from Frozen. Now, now, mind you, he was great. What is that? What is that Amazon Prime exclusive zombie movie that came out or Hulu exclusive zombie movie? For a life of me, I I don't. I cannot remember. But he played some like bubbly kid. Like, you know, spokesman character had his own show and stuff. Yeah. And then all these zombies started popping up and stuff. And he was like, you know, oh, he was also in, um, oh, my God. Of course I would forget it. HBO Space Original. Oh, my God. Why would I forget that? Um, Avenue 5. Have you watched any of Avenue 5? No. You should watch it, bro. Like, he plays a CEO, and that basically all these people get on this giant, like, Titanic-style spaceship, and shit goes awry, of course, and it's really effed up. All this stuff happens. They end up getting stuck in space when they're supposed to be able to come back, and he's like... He's a CEO um, that owns the company that, like, you know, runs everything. Mm-hmm. So he's on the ship. And there's a lot of times that, like, right after things start going awry, he had this meet and greet with all these people that paid money to meet him. And uh, some guy, like, went to give him a handshake. He's like, back off. Back, back up. All right. It's nice to meet you. He walks off. He's like, get that fucking dude off the ship. Right I now. think I've seen bits and pieces oh, of that. Oh, bro, you should watch it. It is hilarious. Come and fight. Well, I don't want to spoil anything. There you but, go. Um, Anyways, I think uh, I think the Borderlands movie has <clears throat> I think the Borderlands movie has a a lot of possibilities of being really good, um, but part of me is starting to agree with Bolts that 
some of these movies should be either animation or like CGI. Like I think the Borderlands movie would probably go over a little bit better if it was CGI compared to live action. Mm-hmm. You know. Now, now, now. There's some movies. I mean, there's some video games out there. Like if they were to make a Last of Us, I could see that as a, a live action. Um, of course, um, Uncharted. Yeah. One hundred percent live action. Yeah. Um, but those, once again, those are also more of a. A real life, realistic, yeah. you know, realistic type type world. Yeah. Borderlands is not that by any means. No, <laughs> so I don't know. I, it's going to definitely be something. I mean, they hey, are and, making and the I'll last tell you right of now, a series on HBO, which is going to be very dark and yeah. all that. But uh, Peter, uh, Peter Drinklage could be El Salvador. Yes, he could the, be El Salvador, the, the midget gunslinger. Yes. Oh my God, <laughs> that's the only bro. one I can really think. I can't. Yes, think of Peter Dinklage. Else. But listen, bro, Peter Dinklage has proven himself as like one of the best actors in Hollywood, man. Like I think personally, he really shows a lot of different characteristic traits from some. I love. I love I, I I when he played a giant dwarf, bro. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> a when giant we went and dwarf. saw, <laughs> when we went and saw um, Avengers. And he popped up on the screen. Bolts, <laughs> Bolts could not stop laughing because he was like, "Of course they would get Peter Dinklage to play somebody in this in this character." Because I'm sure, like, you could see Peter Dinklage is like, you know, they they offer it to him. He's like, "What's my character going to be?" He's like, "You're going to be like a twelve foot tall dwarf." You know, or okay, but that's, that's right up like, his alley. I'm doing it, bro. Like his yeah. hands, I thought bolts just found so funny that his hands were turned to metal, and he's like, he's like, you left the store, you left us all alone. I went over there in the theater, and bolts was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> it was too funny. It was, it was. So sad, but weird news to end the show tonight. Um, the Lord of the Rings Golem uh, video game has now been delayed until 2022. Um, last week we heard the Lord of the Rings Golem um, due to uh, it was due to release at some point in this year, but now has been delayed um, and goes right along with said rumors. Developer uh, Daedalic Entertainment uh, has revealed that the game has been delayed. Um, until 2022. The good news is that they have joined forces with not uh, Nacon. Nacon. That's the best yeah. I can say. Yeah, Nacon for publishing and distribution duties. The reason for the delay is unknown. Although the developer did state that they had teamed up with Nacon to ensure the game will meet its expectations of their own and the fans of the Lord of the Rings trilogy and fu- uh, fully leverage the power of the new generation consoles. So I'm not going to lie. When I saw the Lord of the Rings Golem, like screenshots and stuff and like original kind of um, reveal trailer, I was not impressed. Like um, uh, I wasn't. I wasn't just jumping head over heels. I'm like, oh, another Lord of the Rings game. Thank God. Right. And and I, I think I think mostly what what kind of brings me away from this game is the Golem. Yeah. Um. I don't want to play as Gollum. Gollum is is not that much of a memorable character. I mean, he's a character, right? He's got a huge, huge part in the story of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. But playing as him, it, and, unless they take his character and his story and dive into the back of what you know the Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit stories are. Then I can somewhat see it, but this is going to be this is going to be like a sneaky espionage type game for Lord of the Rings. That's exactly yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, and I will say this: I, I said the, the about the only positive out of all of this is it will be exclusive to the next gen consoles, PS5 and yeah. Series X, um, and apparently the Switch. Um, so I'm a, sure it's going to look gorgeous. It's going to look gorgeous. I think it's going to play great. Um, I just don't know about the the, the playability on. Yeah, it. me either. Because honestly, you know, um, Shadows of Mordor, like, I kind of lost it for that game too, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, it was that that game was so repetitive, completely repetitive. It was, it was, it was. Hey, go find go find the orc base, destroy the big orcs, and then continue. The story was not bad at all, but the gameplay and the playability was so repetitive. It was, bro. And what was bad though is that like it came out from Warner Brothers, correct? Yes, it came out from Warner Brothers. So not only 
when that game came out, they also released the Mad Max game. Um, so I kind of like I started playing um, Mordor um, at this around the same time, if I can remember, and. Uh, it just really kind of, I don't know, man, it kind of just threw me off. It felt very similar. It was very repetitive, whatever. But this game, they're saying that Golem and this is not going to be like connected to the films. It's going to be more based around the books and all that, which is fine. You know, whatever. There's not a direct connection to the movies. Um, but I still can't like look at... Golem as a character now without thinking about Andy Serkis. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm yeah. yeah. And and I was reading this. It, it, it's a narrative driven action adventure. Um, where of course we follow the obsession, the obsession to to find the One Ring. Um, it says players will be able to tell he was a Hobbit before before his corruption by the Ring. Uh, you will have to deal with his split personality. Uh, will players choose the side of the darker Golem or more reasonable Smeagol? Those decisions will change the course of the story, I guess. In that aspect, that's that's somewhat neat. But yeah, I mean, I, it's I, cool, but but I, that still does not it does not drive me in to play this game by any means. No, no. Um, you know, <clears throat> games like this that are even before they're kind of said they are, but like from the from the get go, that seem to be more based around like. Not just like, hey, you have the ability of sneaking. Like, a good chunk of the game is about sneaking. Um, kind of turned me away from it. And like, one of those games that really turned me away from it was like the like Thief when it relaunched. Yeah, you know, Thief was like a launch title for like PS4 and, and Xbox um, back in 2013, and it just didn't hit it for me, bro. And I cannot see myself. And this is not taking anything away from this game or you know the work that they're putting into it and whatever else. But I can't see myself really just diving into a game that is just a hundred percent based on Golem. You know what I'm saying? That's just I don't know, man. Um, I remember when they showed off the reveal trailer and stuff like that. I was like, cool. But you know, I didn't, I wasn't like, Oh my God. Oh, I know. I, I was the exact same way. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I just personally think that I would rather see a Lord of the Rings game that kind of redefines the ones that have come out previously, because I'll still say up until they release one that is as good as it was like Lord of the Rings, two towers was amazing. was unbelievable. <laughs> it was such a good game. I mean, it was like a shot for shot action packed video game that was like directly pulled out of the movie, had so many of these great scenes. Action was unbelievable. It was fun, fast paced. Um, it was just a really, really fun game. Um, of course, now, you know, I've gone back since it released, of course, and played it and been like, you know, it's still a really good game, but it's just, it's not up to the, the scale of what we're, what we're used to now. But like with the technology that's out there with the, with the movies already being out and about, I just, I don't know, man, part of me just feels that it would be better to have a game that's more heavy action based and stealthish. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, but bolts before we end this episode i'm like i want to talk about popple um <laughs> get on your butt plug <laughs> <laughs> popple is a great product by the way you can head actually you can actually go to amazon.com now uh, now and buy um up to six different colors on amazon instead of just buying directly from the popple website but um, definitely make sure to check it out. Head over to popple.co if you use the code Second Opinion Pro, you get twenty percent off your order. Um, now, bolts. Yo, we we I didn't really have this in the topics, mm -hmm. um, but you know there was that leak about Dying Light to the collector's edition possibly I, I being will, around two hundred sixty dollars. I'll be purchasing that, by the way. <laughs> um, I know you will be, bro. Um, so. Dying Light 2 is seemingly going to be re-announced, release date possibly shown off, hopefully in the next couple of months. Um, 
though the game, of course, was put on indefinite delay until further notice, what is something from Dying Light 2 that you just really can't wait to dive into? From what we saw at E3. Okay. Are you ready for this? this? I'm going to shock you. I'm absolutely ready. To play the damn game. <laughs> I don't care what it brings. I don't care how much or how little. I am absolutely so ready to play this game. I was ready to play it from the moment we saw it. The moment that we watched it. The moment that we were able to sit in that dark room and just just take in all that is the beauty of Dying Light. Um, I absolutely loved the first one. Uh, the story was great. Just the, the, the gameplay. The, the building of the weapons. And... The, the pure adrenaline rush when that when the darkness hits and you run from the monsters it was just I, I just can't wait man yeah I really can't there's nothing really I'm really looking forward to besides the game itself yeah. I just need I need the game well the other day I posted that article about the the collector's edition leaking and um I looked up all the information, of course, and they stated that, you know, get ready for 2021. We're very excited. All these people are like, what does this mean? And this one person that runs their social media posted, well, you know, we talked about this on Discord, but um, we will be having news about the game very soon. Uh, and that was pretty much it. It was very vague. Um, but while I was typing it up, I was like, I had, you know, the way I do things, I had the Dying Light 2 soundtrack playing to kind of get me into it and just hearing that and I was like man god this is such a good soundtrack and uh, I start thinking back at like you know some of the games in the past that I probably could have like you know really focused on and, and finished but I keep going back to thinking like why did I not finish Dying Light I don't know why like, I didn't. why didn't I finish it because I'll tell you why because because Dying Light is such a huge... It, it truly is a big game. Um, and you can go... And, and there's really not really anywhere you can't go. Um, yeah. I mean, if you can see it on the map, you can pretty much get there. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it does get it does get to that point where you're just... You want to get through the story, but there's so much going on. I, I, I absolutely understand why you probably didn't finish it. I really do. You know, I really want to jump back into it. Then get it. <clears throat> I have it. I have the Dying Light, um, whatever it was, the following yes. bundle or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so I feel like I'm going to re-download it and do what I usually do, like kind of jump in between games. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much done with Hitman. Um, I don't think there's many games coming out soon uh, that I'm really going to just heavily deep dive into. I've played a lot of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I'm kind of at the point that I've... Not, not in the fact of, you know, I, I've completed the main story mission, but there's still, you know, going back in and trying to do what Bolts does. I can't do that. I can't. Like, there's no possible way. I cannot get, I don't know, man. Bolts has, uh, with Odyssey, how many times did you play through it? What, Odyssey? Yeah. Three, twice, three, no, twice, times? twice. One, one with Alexios, and then one with Cassandra. And well, I've, and I've, I'm, I maxed probably about three hundred and sixty hours. Okay. Um, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla is an unbelievable game, bro. I mean, it's unbelievable. But Dying Light Two, I just constantly keep going back and thinking, like, man, it's such a good game. Why do I? I think it was more or less the challenge that I had at that time because I was really kind of burnt out, and I was like, "Well, I'm going to jump into this," and it's a really challenging game at times. Um, you can't just you can't just do like any like most zombie games and just like find a bunch of shit and do stuff. Like your weapons degrade, your um, you know your your health and whatever else degrades pretty quickly as well. If you're not paying attention to what you're doing, um, you know you got to really time your missions out I'm properly. Just saying, and God forbid you're out there at dark time, bro. And I can't tell you how many times whenever I tried to start playing back through it that I would be out and about, um, you know doing whatever and i'm like oh shit what time is it you know like uh, it's really close so like before i even get back to where i need to go it turns into nighttime i'm like oh shit i gotta book it <laughs> try to find them blue lights baby yeah. the blue lights are safe so we're i'm i'm excited for dying light 2 because of the new expansive world it's gonna have the decision-based gameplay as well like 
depending on what you choose and who you decide to align yourself with, um, will literally change the aspect of not just the story, but the world. It will literally change the way the world looks, which is unbelievable. So, um, and the gameplay, of course, looks so fast paced and looks unbelievable. Looks, I mean, bolts from what we saw, of course, it's just a breath of fresh air, really, when it comes down to action adventure games mm -hmm. and everything that Techland has done for gaming when it comes down to survival horror games. This is the epitome. This is like their work of art. You know, so when we when we realized that the game was being pushed off, we were upset, of course. But like as of today, um, it's been a little over a year since they announced that the game was being put on uh, indefinite hold or indefinite delay. So, and look, we're still okay with it. Still totally okay <laughs> with it, bro. Still totally okay with it. And I'm still gonna shout out Techland for giving me Bolts and Katie one of like each one of us got one but one of 1500 exclusive limited edition collectors statues of the uh, main protagonist of the game it's probably one of the coolest things that I have in my collection posted Absolutely, about bro. it on social media the other day and it's just awesome just to even have it so very excited to see some news for Dying Light 2 very soon hopefully so this is episode 317 of the Second Opinion Podcast thank you guys so much for tuning in make sure to check back next week we're gonna have a, a a bigger and better episode for you check us out cinelinks.com for some I of will the latest be nude. And greatest what you latest said and bigger and better so i said i'll be nude <laughs> we're doing it on a live cast um a zoom call <laughs> check us out cinelinks.com for some of the latest and greatest geek news movie news and gaming news peace out peace out <laughs>